Welcome to the Happy in the Mess podcast. We are your hosts, Marlena, Sherry, and Matthew. We are therapists and coaches, and we want to share our own stories with you, as well as the wisdom, insights, and tips we've learned along the way. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Welcome to another episode of Happy in the Mess. Uh, This one looks a little different for those of you joining us by YouTube. Uh, We are actually all here in person with each other for the first time uh, since we started this and since we started meeting together two years ago. Um, And it's been just a fun weekend. We all got together in Cincinnati, which is, you can see the skyline a little bit in our background here. Um, But it's been a lot of fun being able to uh, just get to meet face to face, talk to each other. Um, So it does look a little different. It may sound a little bit different because we had to just completely change our whole setup today. So bear with us. If you don't like it, we'll be back to our normal Zoomy Square selves in uh, in a a couple weeks here. So um, for now, really, like one of the things I really started talking about or or thinking about as we were going through our whole, what do we talk about today, um, is noticing the difference that happens when you travel. Uh, and this one, this one's hard for me. I was glad to take the, the lead on it uh, because I am the the basement dwelling gremlin for most of my life. Uh, my family even they, they refer to me as the basement hobbit uh, because it's like that's just where I am, and I'm not a huge traveler. But uh, thankfully, the two of you have really encouraged um, getting out there. Um, so I guess maybe just starting. What are some of the benefits we notice when we get? out of our mess and and just away from everything. Mm, I love this question and it has been so fun traveling here and I so appreciate it just so everyone knows, you know, this was actually seamlessly coordinated and thank you Matthew for planning our trip because Matthew's our Ohio resident here. Um, But for me, it's like I get to forget about work entirely. I know that this is kind of a work trip in a sense, but for me I get to like, because it's a new routine, new people, new places, um, even sometimes like new accents and, and some even new language, right? Even if it's within the United States, like that allows me to forget my normal stressors in life. And that is a huge sense of relief. I have felt so relaxed and slept so hard just being in a new place. I know that's not true for everybody, but it's often true for me. Well, I love to travel because I usually do it by car. I usually don't go by plane and I get to be in this little space that's all mine and I control what I listen to and I can stop when I want to. And uh, I had some great time just absorbing a new book that I'm reading, and and it was a workbook. I I have to admit, I I was listening to coaching sessions and reading, listening to a book, and kind of letting my brain just relax and take in ideas in a new way. So the traveling part itself is always something that I very much look forward to. Uh, the being away, um, it's always good to be in a different space and kind of have to adapt to it. And even if it's not great, even if I go someplace and the space itself doesn't feel very good, um, then going back home is like such a treat. Like I'm going to be so happy to happy to be back in my bed. It's like my favorite place in the whole world. And I'll appreciate it all the more because I, I'll, I'll have been away from it. Absolutely. So a little there and back again. Like it's been a tough trip and, and we're home and we're loving it and, and enjoying it. But not this so, trip. This not has okay. not been a <laughs> tough trip. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So 
Yeah, and it's been, I mean, it's been fun for me. It's been same same thing. I get out of it. And, you know, Sherry, I know a lot of people might hear workbook and like, oh, you know, you're not supposed to do work. But um, I heard a great podcast on the the life of a therapist uh, kind of behind the scenes. Oh, wait, that was ours. So go back and listen to that one. Um, But it's, no, I mean, that's our life. Like, we are always, we're, we're business people, we're entrepreneurs. Um we care about our clients, so we're always trying to make things better. And and being out of our space is a great way to even just kind of re maybe reestablish our practices and what we really want and what's important to us. Helps us put the pieces together in a different way. Mm-hmm. Even if they're the same pieces, being able to like assemble them into a different picture. That it's like a unlocks your brain from being fixated on it going together that one way. Absolutely. Well, and I, you know, I, you all, as you all know, like I really like a neuroscientific approach to my counseling and coaching. And I've read some really interesting research that travel rewires your brain. And so it really does create new neural pathways because you're out of your routine. So your brain is sort of forced into thinking about um, the details, like where is this and where is that? And what do I need to do to get food, to move here, to move there, to talk to these people? And so that whole, like, because our brain is disrupted from its routine, it is creating, it's firing off in a new way. And this can actually help us have a different perspective. It actually changes some interesting research I just read this morning. Um, the big five, you know, the big five personality traits, it changes openness to new experiences. And I thought those were pretty consistent over your lifetime, but they can be altered and travel helps you alter your basic core traits, which I think is fascinating. It also helps you develop habits. Um, When you're at home and you're always doing, you're in your space, so there's so many reinforcers of those habits. So when you step out of that, often a lot of people will be more active or eat differently or do different things with their time and so it's that break that allows you to go back into your everyday life and say okay i really liked getting that extra exercise or having that time when i could just relax and so now i'm going to bring that back into my everyday life mm-hmm. yeah and i think um the perspective change i just wanted to go back that to that really quick that actually helps us become better counselors and coaches as mm-hmm. well because of that um we, it's important to know what our clients are experiencing. And so I think it increases empathy too when we get kind of exposed to new ideas, new places, new people, new culture. I think even when you do that in the United States, it's especially true, I think, when we go abroad. Um, some of the articles I was reading really highlighted that going abroad really can alter um, personality traits and, and just the brain in general. It actually helps with cognitive flexibility when we have to start using another language. Um, which is, of course, uh, prevents cognitive decay over time, mm. which is so important. And as my friend says, like, travel is the best education, truly. I love it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think back to, we, we did some overseas travels when we were younger, and, you know, that being in a different culture, seeing Americans through a different lens was oh, very yeah. eye-opening. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, and it, as for us, it was like, oh, well, we don't, that's not our value. That's not the way we want to come across. So it really gave us a chance perspective, right? It gave us some distancing to say, oh, I don't want to show these particular values. Mm. So therefore we change it. Oh, I love that, Matthew. Thank you for sharing so, that because that is so true. Mm-hmm. Like to see ourselves through the eyes of others mm-hmm. is so eye-opening and enlightening and does help us alter our behavior to just become more kind and considerate 
it's so important. Absolutely. Even my spiritual beliefs have changed as a result of travel abroad. Mm-hmm. When I've been exposed to other people and the way they practice their spirituality, it is, I've actually gotten so much meditation and prayer techniques coming from other cultures. It's been tremendous for my own growth, just spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When uh, we were in Finland and they had a, um, they, they were sharing that, the, like there's all these beautiful churches there, these amazing pieces of architecture. Um, and our, our guide was telling us that people don't actually go to the churches to practice their spirituality. Mm-hmm. They they go out into the, the woods and, and away mm-hmm. from people and, and and when I heard that, it was, it was one of the switch. It was like, wait, I can do that? That's an option? You know, oh, wow. absolutely, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it does. It gives us a chance to change so many things. What I loved when I was in, a, kind of similar to your experience, when I was in Tanzania for about six months, and about 40% of their population is Muslim, and when that call to prayer comes, wherever you are, you get on your mat and you pray mm-hmm. towards Mecca. And I just thought it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I thought... I can interrupt my day to pray yeah. anywhere I'm at. I don't have to be in a particular place, mm-hmm. in a sacred place. Like it's sacred because I'm doing it. Period. Yeah. Absolutely, it's mm-hmm. awesome. So. My my next thought is as as we're talking about these incredible benefits, I know that not everybody has the, someone don't have the ability to travel, and that this can be a challenge. Um, but I think there's also some obstacles that come in the way, and so I kind of want to spitball here. What what are some of the obstacles that people have that you really hear that, you know obstacles to getting out of all of this, getting into new worlds, getting into new uh, experiences. You mean money and time? Money and time. <laughs> Always a big one. Yeah. So. yeah, truly. And and some people, and I, and I want to like kind of put that myth to rest a little bit because depending on, there are ways to travel on a budget. I'm really great at that. Put, put a, a comment in our comment section if you need some tips on how to travel on a budget. I'm, I'm a pro at traveling on a budget. But I think too, diet. Diet is so hard for folks, either because they're not used to the food, not sure they're gonna like it, or they have dietary restrictions, like allergies or preferences, like if they're vegetarian and going to a very, you know, Argentina, big meat eating country, what do you do? And that becomes a huge challenge, especially if you're intending to stay with locals. You know, how do you be there and not offend everyone by your dietary restrictions and still enjoy the culture and, and get your needs met? Yeah. That can be, you know, do your research ahead of time, you know? Yeah, I know that's something that you, have to pay attention to my daughter it's really hard for her to travel it's really hard for her to trust new food sources in Mm -hmm. general so definitely food is a really big thing i think also it feels uncomfortable to be out of your comfort zone and Mm -hmm. so there's that tendency to say well i'm not going to go there that might be too different or um Mm -hmm. that would that would make me feel like um i'm not I'm not safe or I'm not comfortable or I'm not okay. So picking places, well, you can travel to places where you do feel comfortable, but also understanding that if being out of that comfort zone has all of the benefits that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. That is when your brain gets rewired. And I will say too, that being out of your comfort zone, again, makes you more flexible. And I would, I used to say when I was in my twenties, like I would never, commit to someone unless we traveled abroad together so I could see how that worked (laughs) (laughs) because I wanted to know like when it gets tough and it does when Mm -hmm. you especially when you go abroad you're going to run into it's never a smooth as much as you plan there's always going to be a hiccup and if we can't handle that together well as a couple this may not work in long-term marriage so anyway I still sort of hold that as a thing that I'm looking for like the flexibility it's important to me and yeah 
and builds empathy. Yeah. Um, you get to know people in a different way, and so you can understand where they're coming from and why they might think the way mm -hmm. they do. Ooh, and you get to know yourself in a new way. Yes. I love that. I have discovered so much about myself in traveling to other places. Mm -hmm. Like, not only how other people perceive me, but like other things that come alive in a new geography and a new culture. I'm like, wow, I'm really outgoing in this place. Or, you know, and places have vibes, I think, like locations oh, yeah. feel a certain way. And so I get to discover two new things that I like that I didn't even know about. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's different. There are challenges, right? I mean, there's, there are time constraints that we all have because many of us work there and have families and things like that. We have budget constraints because unless anybody's really independently wealthy and wants to fund a podcast, <laughs> uh, then it's very, like, it can be challenging. Yeah. Um, Marlene, I appreciate it, right? Like, there's budget ways to do things, mm -hmm. um, no, no doubt. Traveling with celiac is always, uh, you know, that's, that's, I think, for me, that tends to be one of my big reasons and to not travel. Mm -hmm. um, but we do. We develop resources on how to handle these things. I mean, one of the things is, you know, we always make sure that we have a kitchen handy because I can cook anything mm -hmm. if I have the right space to do it. Um, and then sometimes that's just a microwave, but mm -hmm. I can make do. Um, mm -hmm. Crowdsourcing uh, for, for, again, for me, one of the things is, can, you know, I use the, a particular app that um, allows us to, to really kind of look out for each other. Um, so would you share that app? For I, our audience? Uh, for the appropriate amount of money? No. I, this is terrible. This, I am all about the, the promos this time. Uh, no, I use Find Me GF, Find Me Gluten Free, um, which is a fantastic crowdsourced app. Um, it, if, it, and there's different degrees. And, and with celiacs, we have some people who can, they can tolerate a little bit. And then we have some people who know, like, like my, my son jokes around that my biggest fear in the world is a breadcrumb. Um, because a breadcrumb in the wrong place is going to ruin three days of my trip. Um, but in this app, they, the people can respond. So if a, if a place says they're gluten-free, but they don't take the proper precautions, it will show up there. <laughs> and it's like, no, we don't want to go there. Um, so Is that app available in uh, international locations? Like that is a fantastic question. I'm glad you asked that. Okay. Well, more shall be... If you all know that that app can be used abroad, do let us know and let everyone else know. <laughs> I do not know. I have not had to use it abroad. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have not traveled since uh, abroad since those things. So, mm -hmm. but I also just yeah. want to say another little benefit, and I know people really struggle with um, asking for help, but when you're abroad in particular, and even when you're in the United States, like you end up having to ask for help. You have to ask for directions, where to find something, what's good, what's not. And I feel like those little interactions with strangers helps develop our social skills. And, and it's a sign of strength, really, when we start asking for help and connects us in ways to new people and having like new relate makes us more confident when we get home. Mm -hmm. Like that actually, I've noticed happiness and confidence continue after the trip is over. In fact, the anticipation of a trip helps us um, feel better and more joyful. But actually a month after the trip, we continue to experience the benefits of the trip. So, I mean, if you needed another reason to travel, <laughs> science gives you a lot. Yeah, that also can be a barrier, though, because, you know, having to put yourself into that situation and you don't know where you're going and if, if you're uncomfortable ask, asking directions or, or having to figure it out as you go, I think mm -hmm. that there's a tendency to be like, okay, that's too much, that's too big, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay someplace that's more in my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and one more plug creativity creativity increases when you get to a new experience new culture new place um, I, I was reading some research that artists who went who traveled abroad more got more recognition prizes or, or their stuff was more prized because they had more creativity and flair and whatever mm -hmm. they were creating which I thought was really interesting yeah one of my favorite artists um, goes to different places and she'll take a lot of photographs and then she goes back to her um, studio and does her paintings uh, mm -hmm. that's cedar cedar leaf art by cedar if that's a uh, she ever is paying attention to this <laughs> oh lovely that's lovely but no the barriers are real i mean I'm, I'm quick to harp on all the benefits but the barriers of time money food um and and discomfort mm -hmm. i mean just the, the regular discomfort what am i going to do and then there are some crime <laughs> is a barrier sometimes you know or the anticipation of such things or illnesses you know that are still rampant in some places like malaria or what have you Planning also can be a problem. In this day and age, we can check almost anything on the internet, but my daughter just went to Italy and they found a hotel and were able to pay for it ahead of time and then they got there and there were all these problems and it wasn't what they expected it to be. And yes. so like, there's a lot of those kind of things where you, you can plan and you can think you have all of your ducks in a row and then you get there and it it just isn't what you expect now that goes to your kind of rolling with it and being more flexible but that can also be a real barrier for people who who kind of dread that decide in the moment sort of mm -hmm. thing very true i have found it it never goes as even when you do all of your research like i said before it never goes as planned and so just anticipate that and also be willing to change plans in the middle of your trip. I have found that I have made plans um, to, I went to some very different coastal places along the Pacific coast of Mexico. And I realized in one of those places, I felt extremely unsafe. I could just feel it. I had that spidey sense and I thought, this is not a safe, I don't feel safe here. And I begged the hostel owner to let me out of my reservation. I ended up paying like half the fee. I was like, I have to get out of here. Like, it's not okay. And then I loved this other place and canceled the rest of my plan so I could just stay in this other coastal town. Like. And it was not what I expected it was going to be, but it ended up being a much better trip when I followed my instincts. It's good, good wisdom there. And, and I think that probably comes from traveling. You, you've learned and we, as we start to trust our own instincts, which may be part of this too, is can people, you know, maybe the, the goal isn't to. I mean, some people do. Some people are like, I just want to go out as far as I can, take as many risks as possible. And, and other people who are more risk adverse might be like, I'm going to try traveling across my city first, you know, or across my state or whatever it may be and, and build up to that. Mm -hmm. But we do. We learn resiliency. We learn creativity. We hopefully some confidence in all of this, too. And to trust ourselves mm -hmm. and, and discern who else might be trustworthy. Mm -hmm. I think really tapping into your spidey sense. I, I do that a lot when I'm traveling. I feel very connected to my instincts like this is OK. This isn't. Um, which has also helped because I'm sober and able to. <laughs> I have to say I did not make the best decisions when I was drinking abroad heavily. That did not work out well. But I'm here. <laughs> so is there any way to get the same benefits while not... Like, how far do you have to go from home to get these benefits? Mm. Well, I've heard that new neural pathways can develop even when you do simple things, like changing your route to work, um, changing... Actually, brushing your teeth with the other hand. Like, Ooh. I mean, like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, like, like simply changing it up, even in little ways, can, you can start to see benefits. Um, take, yeah, going to a different neighborhood, going across your city, like literally 
do planning something different changing the routine can all start to create new things for you and we alter your routine and you're that you can start to alter your reality you know y'all i'm into law of attraction manifestation mm -hmm. stuff and i've heard that that is very helpful to bring in new experiences for yourself yeah that's awesome for me it's it's interesting because within the highly sensitive community there's a a subgrouping of that called the the high sensation seeking the HSS mm -hmm. um, where exactly <laughs> right where people who want to go out and travel um, and it was interesting because I when I first read that I was like oh that's me but then it's not me because I don't like to leave my house but I was mm -hmm. like but it feels like me mm -hmm. um, and so I created my own uh, because why not I can do this mm -hmm. um, but for me, I'm, I'm much more of the, the intellectual sensation seeking. Mm -hmm. And I always want to learn new stuff. And, and mm -hmm. so, Sherry, maybe that's the long answer to your question there. Um, is I, I think a lot of times learning new skills, learning, learning new hobbies, um, visiting places mentally, reading books. Like, those can all be mm -hmm. great ways to get that flexibility. I love uh, that. I will say, though, like, even that, that's still nice to get out and travel a little bit. It's, mm -hmm. it's physically move within that. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, your brain has to adapt to seeing something new. Mm -hmm. um, so like really changing scenery and geography. I used to like test myself in cities after a while and turn off my GPS. Be like, we're going to do this. And I'm not turning it on. I'm just going to see. And I would have to wander my way through. I was very aware of my environment. I was no longer just kind of like, um, you know, when you start driving the same route over and over, your brain kind of shuts off. So like my brain really had to work hard. It was very uncomfortable. I tell you, I got lost multiple times in cities like Austin and Denver, and I was like, nope, not using the GPS. This <laughs> sounds like my childhood. I mean, yeah. there was a long period of time when I, I, if I was traveling somewhere, I would pull out the map. I remember my dad with his highlighter, and he'd be like, here's how you want to go, and yeah, and you, you know, you figure it out as you go. Mm -hmm. So in this day and age of GPS, uh, I. Do you think it's easy to kind of like zone out all that stuff? Mm -hmm. um, my daughter didn't have data when she was in Italy, and so she had to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so she's, of course, sending us these messages that she was lost in Rome a couple of times. And I think my husband was like, she needs data. And I'm like, she can figure this out. Yeah. Like we used to just do that. Yeah, I remember being in Italy and having a paper map. And stopping and being like, where am I? Oh, and the yeah. GPS didn't figure it out for me because I didn't have data either. I didn't have a phone. And you can download now your maps on your phone before you go and like use your digital map. But it does. It makes the brain work so much harder. And I was a geography major. And so that like turned on that part of me that I, I've shut off because GPS talks to me and tells me where to go all the time. So maybe just like driving in your own city without your GPS and get yeah. lost on purpose. <laughs> right? An inexpensive way to travel and, and a great way to get some of those same benefits mm -hmm. um, I like that idea mm -hmm. <laughs> well even a staycation where you intentionally go to places you normally wouldn't go mm -hmm. that starts to stimulate some of this mm -hmm. my my wife and I and she she grew up in a, a small town central Ohio or southeastern Ohio and we her mother still lives there we visit there but when we did our staycation we intentionally picked a few new places around there we found there's some incredible gluten-free restaurants there and like it was a whole new experience. Like, I kind of like this place. Like, we need to start going. And this was 20 minutes from our house. So Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Very cool. Well, anything else? Anything that we want to just kind of wrap up with as far as maybe encouragement for our audience to travel or anything that you might think we might have missed as we were talking about the benefits of travel? I think one of the 
one of the things I'd like to challenge listeners to do is that if you feel that pushback that I can't go somewhere or I can't, I can't get time, like that you would really push back against that and figure out a way maybe to do it in a scaled back way or a different way, but that you would allow yourself that time and really challenge yourself to step outside of that comfort zone. Mm. Thank you, Sherry, for that. And I would say go with the flow. I would say expect the unexpected when you travel. Don't expect it to go as planned. It will never do that. And, and enjoy that. Enjoy the surprise of that and the fact that you may have to rough it for a little bit or figure it out and just know that you're giving your brain a great workout and you'll have a great story when you come home because the perfect trips aren't the memorable ones. So. <laughs> it's very true. You make good memories out of, or you make memories out of <laughs> some, some good, some bad. Exactly. Uh, out of these experiences and, and if all else fails it makes us much more grateful for our time home and our time with our loved ones that way so, mm -hmm. absolutely so, awesome well I've appreciated seeing all of you and uh, being able to do this this recording live and, and well we always do it live but doing it with each other and uh, in person um, it's been a lot of fun um, so definitely we encourage you get out there travel um, have fun get away from your mess for a little bit it will be there when you get back um, and in the meanwhile, you may learn some new stuff uh, along the way. So if you want to reach out to us individually, catch some of our stories or, or work with us, Marlena, you are... At CoachMarlena.com, and uh, you can find that link in the show notes. Sherry? I'm at SherryTimco.com, or you can hang out with me in the Date Night community and Facebook. Absolutely. I'm Matthew, and I'm at MatthewEMorgan.com, or you can check me out at the Misfit Refuge. Take care and thank you for joining us today.